people. I hope you are well. Welcome to another episode of the Work Less, Live More podcast with me, your host, Tamu Thomas, founder of the Live360 brand. Today, I am sharing a recording of an Instagram live I hosted with one of my clients, Ruthie Zerai, who is also now a friend, I proudly call her friend, where we were talking about the business of thriving, flourishing and prospering. And Ruthie also shared her experience of working with me in my mastermind. As I've mentioned before, I've moved over to an evergreen model, so I am open for business all year round. And here I'm giving you a taste of a person's experience of working with me. If you have any questions about my mastermind, if you're curious about what it's about, I will pop a link in the show notes so you can take a look for yourself. In the meantime, I hope you enjoy this powerful conversation. It wasn't just about working with me. There were lots of powerful gems shared in relation to the business of thriving, flourishing and prospering. In this episode, Ruthie talked about nearly 10 times in her coaching investment in my program. She talked about the power of increasing her resilience, about applying the somatic education to tend to her nervous system and become more compassionate with herself and shared about how compassion has supported her growth. Um, And she talked about the power of showing up as she wants to be rather than waiting her turn and so much more. Actually, we also talked about the importance of representation and how her being coached by somebody who is from a similar background to her supported her. I also shared what that did for me and lots of other stuff. So I hope you enjoy the episode. Please do contact me if you've got any questions about the mastermind or this podcast episode. And if you feel called to, please do leave a five-star review because those things really do help the algorithms, yep, the algorithms, share great podcasts like this further and wider. All right, then, my loves, take good care. What would you say is your main takeaway from us working together? And who do you think my work is a good fit for? Uh, well, I mean, in a very practical way, I almost 10 x my investment. So that says a lot, right? Because I joined your program as a, 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 an entrepreneur, like wanting to grow my business, right? Thank you. Thank you for coming. So before we get into thriving, flourishing and prospering, for people that haven't had the opportunity, I don't know where they've been, but for people that haven't had the opportunity to come into contact with you and the work you do, please could you tell us a bit about yourself, the work you do, and why you do it? Sure. So my name is Ruthie Zerai. I'm based in Stockholm, Sweden. I am a life and a business coach. I am also a facilitator, workshop facilitator, speaker, and uh, a first-generation entrepreneur. I come from a background of working in media in the corporate space, so I have quite a lot of tools in my um, uh, tool set. And the reason as to why I do what I do is because my own experience with burnout and kind of um, not really living out my values, not knowing who I am, being stuck in people pleasing, put me on this path to really put myself at the center of my own life. And that led me to start my business. And I'm really, really passionate about helping other people also recenter themselves and to really unlock their self-leadership so that they can live their lives in accordance, in accordance to who they really are, right? Instead of living somebody else's life. So I'm really um, passionate about 
being a coach in that space where I help we people connect with themselves. And that obviously helps with the outcomes that they want to achieve in their lives, right? But my focus is on that inside out growth. That's kind of the work that I do. And I work with everybody, but I have a um, a particular place in my heart also for creating space for BIPOC women, first generation, daughter of immigrants, women of color, um, to create spaces where we get to stop, slow down, think, find community in order to create our very own third way. So that's a little bit about me. And I'm based in Sweden, but I work with people globally. So already I want to go off on a tangent real quick and then we'll come back. Um, the tangent I want to go off on is what is it in particular about working with black indigenous people of color and uh, children of immigrants? What is it that um, is unique about that group and why you're so passionate about working like or providing a space where people that identify that way can be held? Yeah. I mean, I think one of the reasons is the reasons that led me to your program, Relatability. So, you know, being, being in a space where you don't have to explain yourself, which means that you can relax and jump into the work a lot quicker. You can let go of your defenses, that, you know, security that comes with feeling understood of all of the nuances in your experience. That's super valuable, right? And I think also in particular, so I'm a daughter of Eritrean immigrants. I'm a woman of color that grew up in a predominantly white society, right? First generation. I've done a lot of firsts in my life. So what does it mean to create a life that feels like yours when you have no example, right? When there's no blueprint for it. So my parents came here from a different kind of like with a different, from a different paradigm, if you will, a different time, different kind of expectations. And then I'm here traversing these two worlds, like, like Western values and my traditional values. And I think that it's really hard to find your own way within all of that. But that's also the very thing that has set me free, the understanding that I get to create my very own third way. So because in my own experience, it was so hard for me to find people that reflected my experience, people that I could relate to, because I do think that relatability is not always necessary, but it's very important and it really helps to catapult growth. So from my own experience of struggling of finding, you know, people from my, my community to work with me in the capacity of being a therapist and a coach way back when, when I started with this work, right? So that really inspired me to continue to create spaces for people of color. And also because I am in a lot of spaces where there are resources and knowledge and network where that doesn't, where we're not necessarily represented. And I am often in a lot of those spaces. So I want to make sure that I'm bringing back what I'm. Oh, I've lost sound. Oh, there you go. Cool. Oh, sorry. So that I'm bringing back, bringing that back to my community also to make sure that whatever I'm learning, whatever I'm expanding from, that that's filtered through to my community. <clears throat> And then there's an, there's an additional effect, right? Where the people who are in that space can keep on sharing that as well. Oh, I love that so much. <laughs> and that cannot be underestimated. And it reminds me of um, when I went to LA recently and I documented via Reels um, what I was getting up to going on the retreat I went to, something that was very interesting for me was um, 
people and it was very interesting it was white women commenting like what was that environment like because clearly i was one of two black women in that space and um the uh i'm very casual um i very like i dress up some limit on my phone and i forgot to take it hey. off Mine is coming on in 15 minutes. I'm so sorry. I wasn't able to press the right button. So you know if it happens again. <laughs> cool. And also I'll speed ahead. But what was very interesting for me was the way people judged that environment. Like, what was it like for you to be there as a black woman amongst a majority of white women and white women that look like they get their hair blow dried and all of this other kind of stuff. And I was like, and it was white women that were saying that to me. And I was like, you either you live in a vacuum of where you are because these people are people that are into like anti-racist practice all of that kind of stuff that is my normal that that is not um unrealistic for me it is not unrealistic for me to be one of few the only in spaces and i was really delighted to be there i learned a lot it was absolutely wonderful and also from that representation piece why shouldn't i be there why shouldn't I be there in my jeans and my bomber jacket and my hoodie? Why shouldn't I be there like that? And for, um, it was interesting. Conversely, other black women were like, we loved seeing you there. We love to see it. Yeah. And what I want to do is to be able to go into spaces and places fully as me so that other women who look similar to me can see themselves there as well. And I'm not necessarily talking about going to a retreat in Beverly Hills. You can if you want, but I'm just talking about taking up space. A few years ago, I had um, a podcast, a live podcast event for my first year anniversary and somebody brought up the topic of racism. And I was like, Do you know what? Racism is not my business. You can be as racist as you want to be. I'm doing me. I'm doing what I want to do. You're not going to hold me back. Yes, you might create obstacles, but I really fully stand by that Toni Morrison quote about race, the very function about racism being distraction. Yeah. I'm not going to count myself out and I'm not going to be bullied out of things. Um, I'm not going to put myself somewhere where I'm deliberately being caused harm and I'm not going to put myself in harm's way. But when it comes to taking up space and being me, I'm going to do it because that's what I'm supposed yeah. to do. Well, 100%. I'm not going to, I'm not going to force my self-worth. Right. And yeah, like you said, I think that's such a great quote and I've heard it before. It's like, I'm going to build and I'm going to create, I'm going to do the things that I'm here for. And I love seeing, I was one of those people that loved seeing you at that retreat. I was like following your stories. I was like, go Tamu. Listen, <laughs> so, as far as I'm concerned, when we take up space in outside the limitations other people put on us, for me, not everybody think, feels, thinks like this, but for me, I'm there for me first and foremost, but trust and believe I'm going to widen that door so, most, so more of us can come through. And when necessary, I'm going to bust the door down so that we can walk through together. Because I keep saying to people, it doesn't have to be lonely at the top. Yeah. I want to be at the top with my pals and I want to be at the top with somebody who's not going to look at me in surprise when they see me with my headscarf on. Yes. 100%. That just reminds me, when we had a sound healing session, seeing you with your headscarf on and I had my headscarf on, that, that was just so meaningful. It was so, so meaningful for me because I'm not often in that situation. Because when I am around spaces 
where we're being seen as black women we are taught to unconsciously um like that that whole respe respectability politics piece so we want to be presented we want to be showing our best and i'm like i can be my best in my head i'm, I'm getting in bed listening to sound healing am i supposed to be having my hair blow dried and having my contour on like what the hell nobody has time for that and for me that was such a moment as well and i was like wow i can fully be myself in that space and i think that was at the beginning of me yeah. joining coaching program that was yeah. the very beginning and I was just like I have a whole day of work ahead of me I'm not messing up my hair so this uh, <laughs> the headscarf goes on and it was just so you nice. know it resonance and to be led by Jazrina as well in that session there was just so much safety and I want to say Tamu I think for me one of the biggest reasons as to why I chose to work with you was also because you are constantly experimenting and growing and expanding in a very inclusive way I feel like you always have fun and there's like no limitation. There's like, your fun is like led, your expansion is led by curiosity and play. And that for me feels very, very aligned. And I was like, that's like, so who is this woman? She is a phenomena and I need to work with her. And I really was very attracted to this like constant expansion, but from a grounded place, the message was very, very wholesome, right? Like in terms of, I think your message is very wholesome and how you integrate somatics into your coaching and really teach about the nervous system. But that was one of the main things. I was like, she's constantly like, flexing and like putting herself in different situations and redefining herself. I was like, I'm really attracted to that. And then the, the holistic base of which your business coaching sits on, where I felt this is a space where I get to bring in all aspects of myself. And that was something that I was yearning for, but really resisting. I really wanted, I really wanted to make sure I say this. <laughs> we are going to go there today. So one of the main reasons as to also I wanted to work with you was because of the, your understanding of the nervous system and talking about the, you know, polyvagal theory and some of these things that I knew of, but I had definitely hadn't integrated them. And that's what really also, I was like, you know what, I need to start thinking about building my business from this more wholesome place. And then I got into your program <laughs> and I started resisting those things, right? Because it's so counter to somebody who has lived from this like survival mindset especially as like a quote-unquote underdog a daughter of immigrants there's no you know like we're just starting from scratch right so it was very counter to what my nervous system was like you should go 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 build do rest less and i was resisting the you know the the stuff that's built into your program around like breathing about the kind of like the meditation and the mindfulness and the body work as well like the movement and all of that but actually those were the things that really uh brought me closer to myself so i feel like your program really helped me to put some respect on the nervous system and it like dropped down from intellectual like i know this is good for me to like more into my heart and my body and my being to the point where I've been able to integrate my expanded understanding of the nervous system in my own client work as well. It's really, really helped me so much. But like, I think you helped me understand the importance of the nervous system, how it works, what embodiment actually means, because I'm, um, I'm, I read all the time. I'm always like taking in information. It's very different from just having it sit yeah. here in an intellectual to ha having it like really um, marinate and like integrate into your system. And mm. like 
understanding the nervous system has really helped me be a lot more compassionate to myself as well, which I think is going to help me stay in this game, like long-term talking yeah. of sustainability. Ooh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, and you know, I, I just want to say a moment like at the, I've dissociated. So it, my, my body feels empty. Mm -hmm. And the reason it feels empty is because um, I do this work for a reason. I do this work because it's closely related to my own experience. And when I hear reflected back what I was really striving for, when I hear reflected back what I was really working for and what I was being really intentional about, because I'm used to working hard and striving, but not actually tending to and holding, like I use this phrase about striving but never arriving, taking the time to actually hold the magnitude of what I have been able to create still feels really hard because I have a history of um, believing I'm misunderstood, a history of people saying, but you can't do that because you're doing this, 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 and this. And I'm like, yeah, but we've got brain, we've got a heart, we've got lungs, we've got kidneys, we've got a liver, we've got a gut we've got different parts of our body and they come together to create us as a one whole human I've never understood why people think you should just be doing one thing and um, for me to hear somebody I highly respect reflecting back what I intended as I intended it is a challenge still and it may be a challenge forever and I'm prepared to go that road because also what I do recently the coaching uh, the coaching industry has changed and people are a lot more open to working in an integrated way looking at nervous system health and not just mindset squashing down your lived experience but when i first started what i was doing was alien people were looking at me like that's not how it goes around here like that's not what happens and i was like well i can't roll with what you lot are doing because what you are doing is inhumane um so you know uh in um joanna miller and I can't remember where she said it comes from, but she's also a somatic practitioner. Um, she was saying, she says the slow way is the fast way. And it's about trusting the slow way is the fast way because you're able to build momentum that takes you across greater distances than the boom bust of going really, really quickly than having to emergency stop because you're about to be in burnout. So um, thank you thank you thank you i will come back into my body at some point but right now like i've, I've floated off over there i'm, I'm here but I'm, I'm over there yeah and that and that is the thing about the mind right the mind is going so quickly your brain doesn't give a damn about your desire to thrive to flourish to prosper it's only interested in you surviving so that fast pace for that gathering information. I'm not enough, I need to get more, I need to know this stuff. It's very different to the pace of integration. Integration is a lot more subtle. It's, uh, it can be much slower and sustainable integration is slower. It is more subtle. It is one of those things you don't notice until you're doing it and you're like, oh my goodness, I'm actually doing it. And helping people understand that can be really challenging, especially when people, are, and it's not people, let me rephrase that, especially when our um, brains are designed for immediate gratification. Yep. So yes, I shared a post the other day saying, you know, if you want to create consistent 5k months, holler. But I also know 
that leading with that messaging all the time is not true to the work I do because it is so much more. The money is never about the money and quite a lot of the coaching that is very much about hitting these income goals doesn't take into consideration the human being that's doing the work to create those um, income yeah. goals. I really so, agree. Like your program really helped me to expand on my resilience to be able to create that money, right? And I think that's the difference. Somebody's teaching you like this shortcut of like creating X amount of money, but how have you changed and expanded so that that becomes a part of you so that you can consistently show up as that person, transform into that person, mind, body, soul, nervous system aligned so that that becomes a part of your being versus just this like outcome that you just like busted yourself to get, right? And I think that's what happens when we're just focusing the outcome, the money is important. We're in business to make money. We wanna live good lives. We wanna thrive, right? I, do, I know I do, I know you do. We talk about this a lot, but I think it's also what your program really helped me do was to, like I said, build that resilience to be able to stay true to who I want to be, the business that I want to build and who I want to be on that journey as well. I want to remember myself in every step of that journey. I'm no longer okay with forgetting myself or suppressing myself. Kind of what you said about that mindset model that is out there, which is you can just think yourself to a, to a better result or a better life. No, actually, I'm actually in a, in a place of my life and one of my, um, lovely dear um patricia is here that's done my course actually has really and she's a business owner so she really understands this as well that it's so important because it will catch up to you everything that you're suppressing about yourself it will catch up with you and i think um uh, one of our lovely sisters from uh, denmark also messaged here about burnout that is far too common i've experienced burnout and that's just like not acceptable to me anymore so being given the tools by you, the tools, the compassion, the accountability, because your group is also a very accountable group. It's not just a place where we're talking about, you know, emotional healing and, and processing. There's some of that, but it is a coaching space, right? And I think <laughs> Instagram, like kind of time limit yeah. thing. What I was saying is that we're given in your program, we're given all the tools to really understand ourselves better, to regulate our nervous system. But the focus really is also on growth and on taking radical responsibility for ourselves so that we can grow. And I think that mixture and also I think who you are, the, 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 the respect that you have for self-compassion really, really helps because sometimes you're here and then sometimes you're down here. When you're down here, you don't need somebody to tell you, do more, push through. You need somebody to hold you with self-compassion so they can lead you back to your own power so you know what you need to do in that moment because you know that, that things are gonna come back up again. We're humans, right? So life is like this and business is like that too. You know, I say, which might sound a bit like an oxymoron, but you can trust your resistance, yeah? So this is your resistance instead of pushing against it, resisting your resistance, if you learn how to lean on your resistance rather than pushing and listen to that resistance, you're gonna get powerful information that you're going to be able to integrate. 
And it means that you're going to be able to move through that resistance and learn the lesson. So the next time round, you're able to preempt that resistance and put things in place, not to stop the resistance from coming, because it's not about running away from the human experience. But it's like, when you're going out with a small child, you make sure you've got adequate things, yeah. change of clothes, snacks, food, uh, wipes, hand gel, all of that kind of stuff, because you know anything is possible with children and you're going to need these things. It's the same with us. If you're going to be expanding your comfort zone or stepping out of your comfort zone, and we think that is for really big things, sometimes doing an Instagram live could be expanding, stepping out of your comfort zone if you haven't done it for quite a while or you've got issues with visibility or whatever. But when we think about the work you and I do, whether you launch periodically or whether or not you have a more evergreen model where you're constantly enrolling people, you're constantly having to raise your vibes and expand your capacity so that you can bring that work in so that you can create um, what you need to create. And when you're able to listen to that resistance, rather than going in with like survival, desperation, rather than just going in feeling like I've got to do this, um, I'm not going to survive if I can't do this, or I really want to hit this um, milestone, or I really want to hit this income goal. When you're able to prepare yourself, be anchored and true to your why and your values, and take care of yourself so that you are providing yourself with the foundation necessary to do that piece of work from a grounded, not compassion that's like pity, I'm talking about fierce compassion. Yeah. Black Lives Matter, for example, in Kristen Neff's book, Fierce Compassion, she talked about the, the Black Lives Matter movement being like fierce compassion. Their compassion for fellow black people, for humankind, galvanized them to take powerful action. But it's about working with yourself understanding the rhythms of your body, understanding how your nervous system works. Deb Dana, who's a top don in the um, polyvagal world, refers to it as being the active operator of your nervous system. You can then work with the power of yourself. And rather than shaming and blaming and telling yourself off when you need to rest, when you need to slow down, you're able to look at your pattern and build that in. Yep. So if I'm welcoming people to work with me in any capacity, I'm building in more naps, I'm having more baths during the daytime. And even though I'm craving sugary, fizzy food and salty, spicy food, I'm making sure I'm providing myself with grounding food, with wholesome food. I'm making sure I'm not scrimping on my magnesium and ashwagandha before bed, because we forget your mind, there's no mind body connection. Your mind is in your body. Your brain is an integra integral part of your body. Therefore, you must look after your whole body system so it can support you. People often talk about, uh, quite a lot of my clients have like uh, chronic fatigue syndrome, IBS, some kind of syndrome, one of these things that people can't quite identify. And I believe it's because they're suppressing how powerful they are, because they're scared of how powerful they are, because of what has been role modelled in terms of power is so bloody horrific a lot of the time. And I say to them, if you honour your body and move with what you do, you're going to build trust, self-trust, that's going to grow your capacity, so you're not going to feel like your body's attacking you all the time. And then they say, I can't trust my body. I'm like, no, 
your body can't trust you yeah. because you're constantly shutting it up, shutting it down, telling it not now, instead of meeting yourself where you are and caring. So it's like, this is where they are. This is where they know their potential is. But instead of building steps to get them there, they want to constantly be jumping. This is not sustainable. Yeah. Creating steps, a sturdy foundation that grows with you. That's what I'm all about. Because I want the people who work with me to work with me in a way where they're able to integrate this work. It becomes part of them and evolves with them. Yeah. I love coaching. I'm always on this, like growth is one of my top values. I'm always doing some kind of self-improvement, something or the other, like that's how I roll. And I also know that I can be discerning enough because I understand my needs. I know when to step off the coaching train. I'm not jumping from program to program. And I really want to work with people in a way that I'm helping them um, embody how powerful they are. So they're not constantly jumping from coaching program to coaching program, coach to coach, because that's su survival physiology. That's looking for a savior. I want you to know that you are your savior. You are your knight in shining armor so that you're not in this addictive cycle where coaching becomes like a pyramid scheme. I want you to be able to experience coaching, really embody that, live that in your life. And then when you get to your next phase of growth, if it's supportive for you to um, get some more coaching, absolutely do that. But this thing where people feel like I cannot be unless I'm working with this person yeah. and the gurufication of coaches, I'm not down with that because it's not powerful for anyone. You know, I heard you, before I started working with you, I heard you talk about this on Ray Dodd's podcast. This was during the pandemic on an early podcast episode with her. And I heard you say this, and you were one of the only coaches that one of the very few coaches, maybe the first one that I've actually heard say that, you know, that like, it's okay to take a break from it because there's this like deep seated idea within coaching that you need to always be coached. And I really don't think that's true. My program, Self-Leadership 1.0, I tell my clients at the very beginning, I just started the fourth cohort yesterday where we talked about, yeah, where we talked about and like just setting the foundation is that what we're doing here is to help you strengthen your relationship with yourself. You have the answers. You are the expert of you. I say that very explicitly in my coaching. I do not have your answers. I'm here to be a gentle mirror so that you can start trusting your own answers. You can start slow down enough, regulate your nervous, nervous system, hear yourself, connect with your intuition, start yeah. trusting yourself, right? I think that's really important. And so, so hearing you say, share that um, perspective on that, hey, I want to, I want to help you me feel more embodied with what you've learned here, feel more sure, sure of yourself to really own your skills and your gifts so that you do not constantly need to be looking externally for validation or for leadership. I want to connect you to your leadership from the inside. And like Patricia is saying, self-trust yeah. when you say like one day I'm going to work with this woman. <laughs> and I listen, did. we cannot do up capitalism because when we create those um, codependent, relationships as coach and coaching client what we're doing is we're treating our coaching clients we're forgetting that they're human beings and then we're commodifying them and extracting from them yeah. and i'm not here for that um i'm here about working in partnership
and reflecting because what what you're seeing in me is a reflection of what's already in you you're just seeing it in me because it's there already and me doing it with fun me doing it in roller skates me doing it with typos me doing it forgetting to press publish sometimes i'm a human being I want to be able to have the right to be a human being. I want to be the meanest me I can be, and I want to support you to be the youest you you can be. My, um, let me not, let me, let me just relax because I was about to start preaching. <laughs> let me, let me look at the questions at hand. So let's think about you and I uh, in our coaching relationship. What's the most meaningful result or the most meaningful thing you're taking away? from your experience of coaching with me? Hmm, I was thinking about this earlier, actually. I think it's the resilience that I've gotten to keep on keeping on, even when life is really lifing. Life is really lifing very seriously. Um, uh, at the beginning of this year, I lost somebody very close to me and my family, uh, my, my great aunt. And that was a very difficult period where I was like, am I going to be able to fulfill all of my obligations like towards my clients? And I realized that all the work that I've done together with you and the support that I received from you and all the lovely um, women in your group helped me realize that I could do both. Like I could show up for my great aunt, I could grieve and I could continue on with my business, which means I could continue on to support myself. To me, I see that as um, symbolic for like uh, a growth in my resilience to be able to hold more because normally in a situation like that, I want to just shut yeah. down because I'm like super duper duper sensitive, highly sensitive. I just want the, I want the world to get smaller. I want to get safe. I want to get safe and just kind of hide away. And I didn't do that. I continued on with all of that. And I launched another program, not from a place of disassociation, but from a very conscious place. I made active choices. I decided who I wanted to be, and I continued on and I've had plenty of time to take care of myself as well. So I think that really helped me to understand that um, I'm more resilient than I think. And actually my resilience has really expanded. And I think that's going to help me so much going forward just in my life mm -hmm. and all, um, just in, in business building going forward, looking back at this period, because it's really symbolic for this is going to happen a lot of times in my life. This is part of being alive, you know? We're here and then our lives end and we're gonna lose people that we love. And what does that mean? How do we continue on with, with showing up for our goals and our dreams and who we want to be? Yeah. So that's a huge thing actually that I'm taking away from, from working with you. And, and I'll also say the, cause I think your program is very accountable. And for me, I'm here for accountability. You know how I work, you know? Like I'm, like I'm a recovering kind of A-type, toxic productivity runs in my veins. So that's not necessarily the issue, but I think your program also helped me to soften more in self-compassion. And I think really, really. And, and pe people think about self-compassion as slowing down, being gentle. It is that, and it is also accepting where you are and working from that place rather than judging yourself from where you think you should be. Because like the circumstance you were talking about, whilst you talk about yourself being person, a person who shuts down, you could well shut down emotionally, but carry on with that toxic productivity. And that often causes more damage. But I just witnessed you making conscious empathetic choices 
that weren't about shying away from any of your responsibilities and equally was not about shutting down the reality of your emotional experience. And that is when we're able to create a much more sustainable cycle in the work we do because we're not forever in that boom and bust cycle. So we can start to actually build in space for us to be who we are at various times in life without neglecting our businesses. Yeah. Because it's a real privilege to be able to say this element of life is challenging so i'm not going to do what i need to do to bring the money in yeah and and the problem with that is but who's going to show up for you who's going to show up for your dreams and your goals right even more practical than that ruthie who's going to show up for your mortgage yeah i mean 100 100 right is it and i think this is what i like in like what i really enjoy in our conversation is like the reality of things that we can be very honest about the reality of things major things can be happen can be happening in our lives and then then there's still a reality there's a mortgage there's an electricity bill there's there might be freelancers that you're paying mm -hmm. uh, for, you know working towards all of these things are very real so what does it mean then to to really show up it means this is this is like your foundation right so in that i think there is so much space for us to our our resilience and that was what my experience was. Um, I also wanted to say, Patricia asked um, very quickly, when does the program start? I think you're like um, enrolling people this month, right? Yes, I, I am. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm just drinking in everything. Uh, <laughs> Patricia, pop me a DM. Let's have a conversation um, because my program is open all the time. Uh, so yeah, pop me a DM if you're interested um, because yeah, it's available. Um, <laughs> amazing photographer she's done my self-leadership 1.0 program she's an amazing photographer so much work like, that's even more exciting <laughs> because i know if she's done your program she has got the foundation and she's ready to be coached 100 and that's the thing oh gosh ruthie you're so coachable <laughs> let me not not go into but one of the things i talk about one of the things i teach is about creating your most aligned most aligned client archetype when I say, when I'm just sitting down, talking to God and like, you know, I'm open and available. I want somebody with qualities similar to Ruthie. There's only one Ruthie, but I want somebody, because that accountability piece, you're saying you like accountability, but my experience of you is, you like to be in a space where you can puff up yourself and broaden your shoulders to be responsible because some people talk about accountability but what they're really talking about is handing over responsibility to somebody else mm -hmm. i have not experienced you in fact I, there's lots of times i'm like come give me some of that let me support you because you're so used to getting on with and doing um it's a it's a and i know that with the skills you've got, the way you show up, and with Patricia being here, and some of your the other people that have worked with you, that you are doing the work to be the best you can be. And my work is for people who want to be the best they can be. I'm not talking about higher self. I'm not talking about ignoring your parts, because I think your best includes your flaws, because I think that a lot of our real potent gems are within the um, flaws. But let me come, let me come to um, another question. Uh, 
what is uh, unique or meaningful for you about the space I hold? Um, so much. I think that for me, the game, because I've done a ton of coaching before, right? I think the game changer was that this program really involves like it's an experience on so many levels right there are experts that come in so you get like expert knowledge but then there are also somatic kind of like events like sound healing we do the non-linear movement for instance all of the stuff that i resisted right <laughs> but um and all of this like even like sometimes when when you started some sessions with like a prayer or like a meditation all this stuff that seems so counterintuitive to like let's what's the strategy let's go and do the work i think to having that multidisciplinary approach where sometimes you don't even know that what you just needed was to connect with your body was to root in your body and i think your program offered that as well as the strategy as well as like the you know the how do we have you know, do the tips and the the what do you call it the templates and there's a very practical element to it there's a strategic element to it but then there's also all of this like somatic work and it's so layered for me it really came together and i think what made it unique for me again is bringing it back to the nervous system that the nerve the understanding of how the nervous system works and how we can work it to our own advantage that that understanding or a way of thinking really permeates your program. That is for me what makes it so special. And I've seen you utilize all of your resources to help me get more aligned in a session and also my peers. And I see how quickly it can transform people. It doesn't like have to some, be long. Yeah. And, and we've got to remember our nervous system is trying to support us. Yeah. And what we have to like, sounds weird or whatever, but we need to train it. We need to train it to support us in thriving rather than supporting us in um, thriving rather than supporting us in surviving. And we need to teach it with our behavior. When we behave differently, our set point changes. And people will think about it in really spiritual terms, like um, your manifestation set point or whatever, but we manifest from our nervous system. Our nervous system and our beliefs do this. Our beliefs shape our nervous system. Our nervous system shapes our beliefs. Mm -hmm. So when you're working with your nervous system, with the power of your nervous system, and you're recognizing where in your your um, nervous system autonomic ladder you are, and where you are, are where you have strengths, the things that are likely to put you in a survival state, you can start to either accept this is how it is or you can accept that this is how it is and look at what you can build around it yep. so that you're not plummeting and bouncing around different parts of your nervous system and i don't mean that as some kind of hack we're not hacking anything i'm not into this biohacking hacks for this hack for that look at this beautiful body why do you want to hack it it's about <laughs> working with it's about understanding your rhythms and working in support of yourself so before we um wrap up what would you say is your main takeaway from us working together? And well, who do you think my work is a good fit for? 
Uh, well, I mean, in a very practical way, I almost 10x my investment. So that says a lot, right? Because I joined your program as a, 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 an entrepreneur, like wanting to grow my business, right? So just that, that I almost like 10x my investment. That means that throughout your program, I was given the tools and the support to really go out there. And I offered my program again when I was like, oh, no, I'm going to wait for a couple of months. And you're wait like, for no. what? You're like, wait for what? <laughs> <laughs> And you were just like, no, hold on a minute. Like we're doing the launch something challenge. And then I was like, you know what? I have support. I have all these group of women who are on the same path. Let's launch something. Guess what? Nine women joined my program. And I was like, that was the third cohort. So it really kind of like helped me stay the path of consistent, of, of not just like showing up and then shrinking, but the consistently showing up. So that's something for me that is a huge thing as a, uh, first generation entrepreneur and at the time a nine to five entrepreneur I was up to this in busyness right so I feel like having the support having the coaching having the community and also all of the knowledge sharing that happens in the group as well as the the somatic practices all of that really helped me to stay the course and grow in my role as a business owner and to consistently show up so that's one of my biggest takeaways. And just that, I don't know if I've ever said that before of a coaching investment. I think I have received return on investment, but it's been intangible. But this year I kind of sat and I counted down and I was like, yo, well, I almost 10x my investment of like Tamu's coaching program. And that's very tangible. And I really want to share that with, with your audience as well. And I think your program is so suitable for uh, female women and business owners who are really ready to fully embody that role of, of who they want to be, like to really embody that role of you. I think you sent out an email uh, recently where you were just like, are you, um, are you what was it? Self-employed or a business owner? Yeah. To really step into the identity of a business owner. What does it mean? What does that ecosystem look like? Who do you need to be? How do you need to take care of yourself? So it's, it's really for someone that is ready to go from this like limited idea of self-employment into this expanded idea of being a business owner and really creating their business to the the to a bigger vision, you know, and not just the bigger vision of their business, but to a bigger vision of how their business supports their lives and where we've removed these layers and these ideas of limitation, mm. right? And you go to this retreat in Beverly Hills, and I was like, yes, girl, that's the expansion that we're talking about. And it really helps to open our my, it helps to open my eyes up definitely to i don't need to stay over here all of this is like my all of this is available to me right to really challenge the ideas of limitations and and um you know i have to wait i have to become more qualified and all of this stuff right mm. so your program i think is really suitable for ambitious, driven women that are really ready to step into the next level of their business building with a community of like-minded people. And I've met so many amazing people through your program as well. Like um, I'm gonna be jumping on lives with some of them soon that's been delayed. Like friendships have been growing with like Joe, for instance, I'm gonna have her on my podcast. So I feel like I have a network of like global women that are doing amazing things. And um, yeah, I, I, if you're interested in joining Tamu's program, like send me a DM, chat with me about oh, it. Oh, thank, thank you, Ruthie. Yeah. More importantly, send her a DM and like, I'm so grateful for you in this space. Listen, you heard what Ruthie said though. Send me a DM <laughs> if you are ready to take yourself seriously 
as a business owner, yeah. if you're ready to 10x your investment, and if you are ready to stay the course and back yourself. I have to say that because sometimes people aren't ready for that yet. And that's absolutely fine. But I am here for those people who are like, oh my goodness, I've been playing hide and seek with my ambition and I want to be out there known for what I do and creating business that's part of my self-care. That's, that's what I'm available for. Amen. Hallelujah. Ruthie, thank you so much. This has been utterly wonderful. Um, I look forward to seeing you soon. And everybody, thank you so much for joining us. As I said, if you're interested, pop me a DM. We can chat. But for now, take wonderful care. Goodbye. <laughs>